Alright everyone, another episode of the Middle Eye Softball Podcast, and happy to uh, go through our first neutral, um, if you will, um, post-game episode. I kind of said from the onset my plan would be to, uh, for the coverage, to be Metamore-centric, but um, also dabble when I can, um, based on my schedule, um, in other teams in the conference, whether it be just general coverage from the game, um, or actually having gone out um, and seen the game, which is the case with today's episode. Um, Washington defeated Streeter 11-1 in six innings, um, a game that was really, really interesting. Um, and In all honesty, I, I thought there was a couple stretches where I thought Streeter could have potentially come up and won the game. Uh, the Bulldogs actually lo- loaded the bases on two separate occasions, um, but granted, Washington's got a fantastic defense because I thought there were some times both aided by the strike zone, which I thought was pretty small. I mean, it was consistent, but it was pretty small. Um, but Brooklyn Ogden wasn't necessarily finding her spots, and I think that small zone was part of that. So as a result, when she did find her spots, there were pretty big contact um, plays being made um, from Streeter and Washington, like I said, had a pretty good defense backing up Brooklyn, and then I think it was uh, Bailey Herrick came in for the last inning, yeah. Um, so I, I honestly think my, my general, you know, basic statement opinion on this game is had Washington not had as good of a defense behind Brooklyn Ogden and Bailey Herrick as they do, Streeter could have won that game. Um, because what the Panthers did uh, best in the game today was, like I said, those two uh, bases-loaded situations got out of them. I'll talk in my recorded interview with uh, Coach Stephanie Lawson after the game, talking about how they did the little things right defensively, whether it be the couple fielders' choices they got, going for the lead runner instead of going for the easy play at first, making sure that they would eventually end up winning it in six. I kind of had a fun joking moment to myself. I was sitting behind home plate, and Washington had a chance to end it in the fifth inning, and I'm pretty sure it was a fielder's choice at third base to end the bottom of the fifth and guarantee that we would need more than the five innings um, for Washington to have come out with the 10-run rule, which they did end up doing, but... I kind of jokingly walked um, back behind the press box and kind of collected myself because I'm like, oh, we, they were so close to getting it done in five, but they ended up getting it done in six anyway. Um, and a little bit on Streeter because we'll talk a little bit more about them on the Metamora postgame recap and during the broadcast on Mixler on Thursday. But, I mean, that was no slouch of a team, a team that I guess I saw was picked seventh in the uh, – in the conference that they're up in, and I thought they looked pretty good. I mean, still with only one run up on the board, like I said, stranded the bases loaded twice. Um, a really good ball club with a lot of pop. Uh, only struck out three times uh, for the duration of the game, and knowing how good of pitchers uh, Washington's guy in um, Bailey Herrick and Brooklyn Ogden, forcing those two to pitch to contact, um, I thought Streeter did a fantastic job of that. Um, so just, just a real brief note on them. Um, we'll get into some pitching stats, um, for Washington. We'll go with Brooklyn Ogden, who will get credited with the win. Five innings, uh, 106 pitches, uh, faced 24 batters, one hit by pitch, two walks, four strikeouts, five hits, one earned run, 106 pitches, 64 of which, 
uh, were strikes. And again, those 42 balls by doing the math. I, again, I think you do part of it. You do have to chalk it up to the small strike zone. Um, and I, I thought, like I said, she did a decent job of hitting her spots. But what the problem is when you got such a small zone, when she did, like I said, Streeter capitalized. Um, so I, I think considering the circumstances, she had a pretty decent outing. Uh, Bailey Herrick came in with some substitutions, uh, kind of um, changing the lineup there at the end. Uh, Bailey came on and threw the last inning, 12 pitches worth, 9 strikes, 3 balls, uh, 1 hit, and no statistics otherwise, because I believe, yeah, it was a single and then 3 fielder's choices um, to end the 6th inning and eventually come away with the 11-1 win. So before we wrap up this episode, we obviously, like I said, want to get to our pre-recorded post-game interview from this afternoon with Washington head coach Stephanie Lawson. Um, so, Coach, what I want to start off with is – I, I felt like at times it could have been because the strike zone, it could have been natural uh, with the spots from Brooklyn. How did you try to counter that with her? Because I felt like it was a really tight strike zone. I feel like we always talk about we control what we can control. And so what we can control is where we're putting the pitches, changing the pitches and stuff like that. So if you have to make in-game adjustments um, and throw different pitches, that's what we have to do. And when she did find your spots within the strike zone, they had some big pop in the line. I'm going to talk about uh, countering that moment, those moments with the defense you had behind her. Yeah, I feel like anytime you're out here, especially at the varsity level, um, you got to come with a mindset of anybody can be anybody on any given day. And um, they did have some good swings on the bat for sure. And so we needed to make sure we did what we needed to do on our end. And I think the little things, too, defensively, whether it be the couple fielders' choices at the end of the game and whatnot, that, like, situational awareness, I think, was another good positive for today, right? Yes, we've been working on that a lot, your game sense, what you need to do, because in softball it's not always black and white. There's a lot of gray area, and we just need to continue to improve on that. First game back in the state of Illinois after your Tennessee trip, your your thoughts, um, your non-weather-related thoughts, I should say. <laughs> well, I was going to start with we really like the Tennessee weather, 77. That was the best weather we've ever had on that trip. Um, but it's always nice to come out at Jan Smith Field. Like, it's a special um, occasion to be here, especially your home opener. And you just never want to take that day for granted and just to have this home game under our belt and just keep pushing throughout the season. How, how do you build on this going into the next one? Um, every game we got to learn. So whether we're winning or losing, this is part of our post-game talk. Like, what can we learn from that? We're going to take it into practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday before we get to U-High on Saturday. So just little things that we can improve on because we never want to be satisfied with where we're at. All right, Coach, thanks. On the back end of this episode of the Middle Line Ice Softball Podcast, and again, Washington, an 11-1 winner over Streeter. want to thank Coach Lawson uh, for taking the time to chat with me afterwards. Uh, I'll be back out there at Jane Smith Field uh, a week from today as we record this on Tuesday, March 28th. Uh, Metamora at Washington, uh, Tuesday, April 4th. That should be an awesome game. Um, looking at the final box score... Um, Carly Vaughn had a couple walks, a single, 
Grace Scrivener had a walk and a single. Bailey Herrick had a double and a single. Uh, Malone McKinley, who I thought uh, had a pretty big bat in the game, uh, just in terms of the contacts he was making against Streeter's pitching. Uh, single, double, and a couple walks. Uh, let's see here. Um, Ellie Redling, Schaefer, couple walks and a single. Lauren Campomanos had a couple singles and reached on a fielder's choice. Um, and then they they were drawing walks well, um, as well. Uh, kind of talking about, I think that's one thing that maybe both teams did well is just the plate discipline to draw walks. You talk about that a lot with Metamora with players like Caden Still. Um, I thought up and down both teams' lineups, uh, the plate discipline, but also the strike zone. Um, led to a fairly high number of walks in this one. Um, but again, Washington, 11 runs on three hits. Streeter, one run on six hits. Kind of the um, interesting stat in that one, talking about how, well, Alex, what do you mean Streeter could have won that game? Washington won by 10. Again, going back to Streeter having loaded the bases twice, but Washington's defense being fundamentally sound enough and a little goes a long way, um, and I think, like I said, they were so fundamentally sound at the perfect times um, to make sure that those situations just stayed as bases loaded and, you know, bad didn't become worse, I guess is what I'm getting at. Um, so, again, Washington, an 11-1 win um, over Streeter, and some notable scores that uh, have come in as we're recording this. Uh, we'll do another post-game episode tomorrow. Uh, Mount Zion is at Metamora. Mount Zion just beat Teutopolis today, thirteen to six, and thirteen runs, thirteen hits. Um, and interestingly enough, um, not really a great uh, pitching game. Not just by virtue of the six runs, or, or it was just kind of a puzzling game. Um, I think. A couple of three-run innings uh, from Tutopolis, so I feel like kind of like what we're talking about with Washington Streeter. It could have gotten worse, um, I think, just what I'm looking at. Tutopolis did commit three errors, it looks like. Um, highly, or no, let's look. One, two, three, four, five Mount or Mount Zion players had two or more hits, uh, so they were shelling Tutopolis pretty well. It'll be interesting to see how, whether it be Sidney Trentman or Nora Johnson tomorrow from Metamora, how well they counter um, that offensive presence uh, for them. Limestone, I just saw, was a big uh, 10-0 winner today um, over Richwoods. Uh, the Rockets are now 3-0 and um, with wins over IVC, Galesburg, and like I said, now Richwoods. Uh, they got a big game, big early season test tomorrow at Pontiac. Um, and Kind of looking ahead, uh, end of next month, uh, Lamont is at Pontiac. So that should be another good game, even though it's not within the conference. Uh, Morton finally uh, opened their season. They were the last ones uh, to, in the middle line of conference, to have not played a game yet. Uh, they lost on Monday to Lincoln. I hadn't gotten the final score yet at the time of recording the Huntley postgame episode, but still want to make sure uh, the Potters get mentioned. Uh, 10-2 loss to Lincoln. Uh, they had four hits. Uh, Van Menen, Cantwell, Haberland, and Marion uh, each had one hit, and Haberland had the one RBI. Um, Carpenter was their starting pitcher, had a strikeout, 
um, in three innings of work. And again, Morton, the last team to have not played a game, but thankfully they can now get that off their ledger and say that they have officially started the 2023 season. Uh, Pekin still undefeated at 3-0. They beat the Midwest Central Illini Central Co-op on Monday with a 10-0 shutout. Um, four hits uh, allowed in the end, but a really bizarre game. The Midwest Central Illini Central Co-op, seven errors uh, in that 10 nothing win for Pekin. So you take that with what you will. Um, but Pekin unfurled in the bottom of the sixth uh, with five runs. That was again on Monday. And, of course, the game that we're talking about here today, Washington, an 11-1 win over Streeter. Again, I, even though there's 11 runs up on the board for Washington, I want to emphasize how good I thought the defense was to make sure that that one stayed there because, as if I haven't said it enough, that one could have easily gotten higher. But I think the defense was sound enough behind Brooklyn Ogden for the first five innings, Bailey Herrick for the last inning, that that one stayed a one and never got, let's say, all six runners score. Could have been, you know, 11-7, a lot more competitive of a run spread, 11-8, 11-9 even, um, based on the base running situations that Streeter had that Washington was able to get out of. Uh, so you'll take a mercy rule win in that situation, obviously. Um, but I, I was pretty impressed with Streeter as well, despite just the one run showing up on the board. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, what kind of Streeter team uh, plays Metamora on Thursday in terms of if they show up like that on Thursday because that could make Thursday a real interesting ball game too uh, and we'll be anxious to see how that pans out. Um, so again, Washington, an 11-1 winner uh, over Streeter here on Tuesday night. Our next episode will be episode number 13, Lucky 13. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Metamora hosting Mount Zion. That'll be our uh, next episode. And then again, looking a little further ahead, uh, Metamora is at Streeter, as we mentioned, on Thursday. That'll be our next broadcast episode, so that'll be uh, kind of back to a little better format. I mean, not that I don't like uh, these episodes, but when you get broadcast games episode, you're able to you know actually talk about the game a little bit, show some high or listen listen to some highlights, hear both from a head coach and a player, depending on the result of the game. You know, so it, it's a little smoother flowing, but I uh, still want to make sure get some content out and. Like I said, today's game of choice, an 11-1 win for Washington over Streeter. So again, we'll see you on the next episode of the Middle Line Pod Softball Podcast, which will be tomorrow, recamping Metamora and Mount Zion. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Season 1, Episode 12 of the Middle Line Softball Podcast. Again, recamping today, Tuesday, March the 28th, a 11-1 win for Washington over Streeter. <laughs>